Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Fire Sports Pod, where everything we do here is fire. I'm your host, Zach Jackson. Uh, let's get right to the Spotify audio show here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Let's get right to it. So first up, our first segment, we are just going to be going over some sports stories around the leagues and some big incidents that's happened over this week with the Kansas City Chiefs parade and all the bullcrap that's happened in the last couple of weeks, in the last couple uh, days. So first up, uh, we're just going to get to the Kansas City thing. There's a lot of new um, information about it. Uh, Kansas City authorities in Kansas City said Thursday that the mass shooting that left one person dead and 22 injured at the Chiefs Super Bowl celebration appeared to have stemmed from a dispute among several people. Police Chief Stacy Graves said Thursday that the total number of victims is 23, including Lisa Lopez Galvan, who was killed in the shooting. Graves said that the 22 people injured in the shooting ranged from the ages of 8 to 47. Uh, that is just absolutely ridiculous. I don't understand what the hell is wrong with um, our society and with people nowadays where we can't have a nice parade for our winning team without someone doing some stupid shit. Uh, and the half of injured were under the age of 16. That's even worse. Fire Chief Ross Grutzen said the victims included eight critical hurt and seven in serious condition. Um, three people... Uh, were denied, detained, two of whom are juveniles. Two of whom are juveniles and firearms were recovered during the mayhem, police said, but investigators are calling for witnesses, people with uh, with cell phone footage and victims of the violence to call a de- dedicated hotline. De- de- uh, detainees can be held for 24 hours before charges will have to be filed or they will have to be released. We are working on to determine the involvement of others and it should... Uh, be noted, we have recovered several firearms. This incident is still a very active investigation. Graves said at a news conference, the Valentine's Day shooting outside of the Union Station acquired despite the presence of more than 800 police officers who were in the building and nearby, including on the top of nearby structures, said Mayor Quinn Lucas, who attended with his wife and mother and ran for safety when the shots rang out. Lucas said he doesn't expect to cancel the upcoming St. Patrick's Day parade. We have the parades all the time. I don't think they'll end. Certainly, we recognize the public safety challenges and issues that that them that they relate to, Lucas said. Uh, people had lined the parade uh, route before the shooting with fans climbing trees and street poles and standing on rooftops for a better view. Players rolled through the crowd on double-decker buses on on DJs and drummers herald their arrival. Uh, The police chief said that the gun violence mostly unfolded on the west side of Union Station, addressing initial reports that shootings occurred in more than one location. Graves said one million people likely attended the Chiefs Super Bowl parade, which occurred in the city with a population of 470,000 people and a metropolitan area of about 2 million. But she stressed that the violence was was wrought by just a handful of people. The law enforcement response was explanatory. Those in attendance also responded. Graves added they helped one another and even physically stopped a person who believed to be involved in the incident. Witness described as a confusion as gunshots began sounding like some fireworks. Some people didn't run at first, but others immediately scrambled for cover. The rally music initially continued playing despite the havoc. Uh, that's also kind of ridiculous that the music is going to stay playing while this havoc is happening. But probably people didn't even know that it was happening because they just were not paying attention. 
Um, then within moments of the shooting stopping, some people were walking as if nothing happened. Social media users posted video of police running through Wednesday's crowded scene as people scrambled for cover and fled. One video showed someone apparently before performing chest compressions on a person as someone else seemingly raiding in pain lay on the ground nearby. People screamed in the background. Another video showed two people chase and tackle a person holding the person down until two police officers arrived. In an interview Thursday with ABC's Good Morning America, Trey Filter of Wichita, Kansas said he saw someone being chased and took action. I couldn't see much. I heard get him. I saw a flash next to me and I remember I jumped and remember thinking I hope this is the fool they were talking about. He said they started yelling that that there's a gun. There's a gun. Filter said he and another man kept the person pinned until officers arrived. I remember the officers pulling my feet off of him. And at the point, I was just looking for my wife and kids, he said. It was not immediately clear whether the person Trey Filter held down was involved in the shooting, but Filter's wife, Casey, saw a gun nearby and picked it up. The woman killed in the shooting was identified Wednesday by radio station KF. KKFI-FM as Lopez Galvin, host of The Taste of Tejano. Lopez Galvin, whose DJ name was Lisa, Lisa G, was an extrovert and a devoted mother of two from a prominent Latino family in the area, said Rosa Lazarati and Martha Ramirez, who two childhood friends who worked with her at a staffing company. University Health Postman person Lisa Carto said two of the eight gunshot victims through to, uh, brought to the hospital are still in critical condition. One is a stable condition. The other five have been discharged. The hospital also treated four people from the rally who had non-gunshot injuries. Three of those patients were discharged, Cardo said. As news conference Thursday, Dr. Mark T. Steele said the first critical patient who arrived had injuries that are usually 90% fatal but received treatment quickly enough to survive. Uh, that is remarkable. Stephine Mayer, Chief of Nursing Officer for Children's Mercy Kansas City, said the hospital treated 12 patients from the rally, including 11 children between the ages of 6 and 15, and 9 of whom suffered gunshot wounds. All were expected to recover, she said. Uh, she said Thursday at a news conference that only three patients remain at the hospital. Mayor said that the kids are scared and will need mental health support. The hospital staff members are also struggling. They're struggling just like you and I are. Unbelievably heartbroken that this has happened in our backyard, says Dr. Stefan Barras, the hospital's chief well-being officer, and we'll all train for this. We're all prepared to take care of these children, but it doesn't negate the fact that they're still not normal for people to see many, many people wounded by gunshots. St. Luke's Hospital spokesman person Emily Hospin said one gunshot victim at the at the hospital remains in critical condition. Four people who suffered injuries while fleeing the aftermath of the shooting were treated and released. So that's on a good side of things. Uh, now moving from the Kansas City thing, I mean that is a hard falling story with the Kansas City thing. It was just a, basically a, um, a lot of people just celebrating their team winning the Super Bowl for the second straight time, going back to back, first time since '03 and '04 um, that a team has gone back to back winning Super Bowls. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that is great, but at the same time. Um, it's ridiculous on how we have to be in this situation where we have to be treating people that are just trying to have a good time. And it just shows you the difference between what people, what, what uh, different people are caring about and what different people are not caring about. No, uh, these kids, these people didn't really care that much 
about the well-being. Uh, but we had news earlier today at 1.25 p.m. Eastern Time. Kansas City's uh, two said that two juveniles were charged with the crimes connected to the mass shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl rally. Authorities said Friday as the city tries to recover in the aftermath of the violence. The news released from the Jackson County Family Court said that the juveniles were charged Thursday and are being detained in the county juvenile detention center on gun-related and resisting arrest charges. The release said it is anticipated that additional charges are expected in the future as the investigation by the Kansas City Police Department continues. No further information was released. Juvenile court cases are largely kept private under the Missouri law and hearings are not open to the public. Uh, police initially detained three juveniles but released one by they determined wasn't involved in the shooting. Police are looking for the others who might have been involved and are calling for witnesses, victims, and people with cell phone videos of the violence to call the de dedicated hotline. Meanwhile, Kansas City citizens are turning to religious gatherings, vitals, and counseling to try to cope with the horror of what just happened. A mother and popular disc jockey died in the burst of a gunfire Wednesday as the parade rally were concluding. 22 others, more than a half from the children, were injured by Friday. Two people remained in critical condition and one was in a serious condition. Most of the injured children were out of the hospital expected to recover. But the emotional recovery is only just the beginning in the community. Um... Moving on, the Jackson County Prosecuting Attorney Office set up an in-person counseling for the tra traumatized. The traumatized 12 people attended Thursday, including two children. Spokesperson Michael Mazzari uh, said Friday the agency who established a hotline offering counseling, but Monars didn't immediately have information on how many called the hotline. Um, moving on from that, it's just tragic to see this. Uh, Taylor Swift, who is dating Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, donated $100,000 to the Lopez Galvin's family, uh, who was the one that got fatally shot in the, um, the parade um, on Wednesday. Two $50,000 donations were posted Friday under the singer's name on a GoFundMe page. Swiss representative confirmed the donations to Verity, the trade publication reported, and the Associated Press indefinitely verified the posts. So that was great. Uh, she's been getting some backlash just because she's dating Travis Kelsey and all this bull crap and for the Super Bowl. But uh, for that, for her to go through all that in the city with Travis Kelsey is um, and his team is, and for her to do that, it shows that she actually gives a crap and she cares. So that's a great thing to see. Uh, but moving on from this heartwarming story, we are going on to the um, more recent stuff right now. We're going to be moving on to... Um, some LeBron James talk. Uh, there are some things with LeBron and the Lakers. LeBron James is a Los Angeles Laker today, but rumors suggesting an exit from the team he played for since 2018 has never been louder. louder. Most recently, ESPN's Renomo Michelle Bourne and Adrian Wojnarowski published a story saying that both the Golden State Warriors and the Philadelphia 76ers attempted to acquire James prior to the NBA trade deadline on February 8th. James obviously was not traded, but reporting around the league has suggested that teams don't consider the partnership between James and the Lakers to be uh, Eric-led. His agent, Rich Paul, appeared on the Stephen A. Smith show on Wednesday, however, and attempted to tap down the rumors. He com com committed to the Lakers, um, Paul said. Uh, Jeannie Buss. Uh, Jeannie Buss. Uh, has been an incredible partner for him and us, and I think it's important for that to be the understood and to be respected. Obviously, there's ups and downs and emotions throughout the course of a season, but ultimately LeBron's commitment committed to the Lakers for the longevity. So uh, we'll see what happens in the offseason with him. But for right now, 
LeBron is a Laker and still a Laker. Uh, Dallas Cowboys defense. Uh, love playing for the former defensive coordinator and new Washington Commanders head coach Dan Quinn. Literally three-time All-Pro edge rusher Michael Parsons described some of his conversations with Kim as having a similar dynamic to those had between a father and a son. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, unusual things that can happen behind closed doors. Just ask the Fairly Dickinson men's basketball team as the Knights came a game against the Long Island and Long Island University on Thursday night was delayed because they were stuck in an elevator at Steinberg's Wellness Center in Brooklyn while going for the court to the locker room prior to the game. It got stuck. Jordan Shardinoff, Fairly Dickinson, special assistant on the athletic director, told ESPN in an email. That is just ridiculous how it just got stuck like that. That is funny. Now, who would have thought, but, man, what a night it was for Caitlin Clark and Iowa in, in women's college basketball. Caitlin Clark's historic moment is finally here during Thursday's game against Michigan. The Iowa star officially broke all-time NCAA women's scoring record previously held by WNBA star Kelsey Plum at halftime. Clark was already up to 3,548 career points. Plum's then record was 3,527 points, which she tailed. Tally during her time playing with the Washington Huskies. Clark entered Thursday's game against the Wolverines just eight points shy of the mark. The history-making bucket occurred just 2.12 seconds into the game. It arrived in the most Clayton Clark way possible, a three-pointer from the logo. This lady can shoot the ball out of the ball. Like, it's ridiculous on how well she shoots. She's like Dame Dollar and Steph Curry combined. It's ridiculous. Um, Now... If you guys did not hear, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo gets a two-game ban for a violation. Las Vegas Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is being suspended two games for violating the NFL's personal enhancing substance policy. The policy violation is said to be related to Garoppolo using a prescribed medication without having a valid therapeutic use exemption from the league, according to sources. Garoppolo will not appeal the suspension and will miss the first two games of the 2024 season, but it is not expected to be with the Raiders. So where is Jimmy G going to be going? Uh, and then finally, uh, in December, you guys know the New York Yankees acquired Juan Soto in a blockbuster seven-player trade with the San Diego Padres, knowing that he may be in the Bronx for only one season. And that's just a that's just uh, pretty pretty shit. But at the same time, we got to kind of make make a break today. Uh, that's because Soto is slated for a free agency after the 2024 campaign. And the expectation is that he'll exercise those rights. That expectation became stronger on Thursday when the Yankees general manager Brian Cashman addressed that unknown, speaking to reporters including MLB.com's Brian Hutch. Cashman said that the odds are this is a one-year situation that he doesn't see too many things stopping him from reaching free agency. Even though that it has seemed to be like a reality ever since Soto was acquired, it's now coming from the GM in KD terms. As for Soto, he's Scott Boris. Um, Scott Boris client and Star Boris clients tend to exercise their free agent rights as soon as they are able to, i.e. as soon as they reach at least six years of the MLB. Um, so yeah, Juan Soto is a luxury. He is going to be there for maybe one season at most for the New York Yankees, and then he's probably going to get the hell out of there. He's going to get the hell out of Dodge, uh, and he's going to go try to go to another winning franchise. Uh, so if we don't get the job done this year, I would very be very, very surprised 
if we're able to keep Juan Soto on a contract with the New York Yankees. If we do win the championship, we have more of a chance to signing him again, or it might just be that one-year deal like everyone keeps saying it is going to be, which most likely it is. Um, but yeah, moving on from the Yankees side of things, uh, we said about the Taylor Swift, it was great that she donated that much money to um, to uh, to this family for a GoFundMe. Um, but man, just in general, the, 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 just the overall sadness that's in everyone's hearts, even mine, of going to a parade and having great times and enjoying it with your team, and then two juveniles are out of nowhere connected to a gun thing, uh, uh, to the, uh, to the, to the shooting. And that just pains me to see because it's juveniles. It's not adults. It's not stupid, um, stupid um, older guys. It's kids that are doing this. So I just don't understand what is the point of that. And basically, their their lives are done. If they prove that they actually did it, their lives are done, and they are now going to be in an abyss for the rest of their lives um, in a cell, and they're not going to be able to get out of it. And they're gonna have that as their uh, as their background for the rest of their lives, and that's just not a way to live. Uh, but other than that, guys, that's pretty much it for my audio show here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I hope you guys enjoyed my show. I'll catch you guys later today as we post our YouTube show on the Fire Sports Pod. I will catch you guys then. If not, go out and get, catch me on my TikTok at the Fire Sports Pod. We'll be posting some more TikToks throughout the day, going over what happened last night in the sports world. We only got one game tonight. Um, in all facets of college basketball and NBA, there are no games. We have one game in the NHL, um, so we'll get you to that while I'm going over what happened last night in the sports world. Other than that, guys, have a great rest of your Friday night. Enjoy your weekend. I will catch you guys tomorrow. We are definitely going to be doing a, a live show on YouTube going into the All-Star uh, game, uh, the three-point contest, the dunk contest, the skills um, and all that fun stuff tomorrow. So I'll catch you guys then. If not, I will see you guys on Monday on my YouTube show on the Fire Sports Pod and Apple Podcasts and Spotify Audio Show. Have a great rest of your weekend, guys, and a great rest of your Friday. Peace out.